0: Ratchiness. Yo, Angela Yee, I love you. 50%
1: ratchetness. I don't know to
0: ratchet. Just
2: sit down. I do like 95% ratchet. Becoming the most prominent form for hip
1: Wake your ass up. It's early in the morning, but they told me it was y'all. I said, oh, hell yeah, I'm getting up. The world's
3: most dangerous morning it's show. DJ Envy. Your people's choice. Angela Yee. I'm a sweetheart, but I'll cut it. Charlamagne the God. Prince of Pitching people. I can't
4: believe you guys are the best, kids.
3: Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches.
0: Yo, 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 yo,
5: yo, 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 yo,
0: yo, 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 yo. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good
5: morning, T Xambi. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. Yes, it is. A very
0: exciting day for myself, being a father. Today, my daughter turned 17. Drop a round of applause, give her a bomb, all that stuff. Happy
6: birthday, Maddie.
0: 17 years old. I'm super duper excited. She's 17. Today she takes her road test this morning, so. I'm excited about this. We've been practicing. We've been training. We've been doing it at night in the rain. Good weather, cloudy weather, so we'll see what happens this morning. the
5: legal age for driving go up or something? I thought that's 16.
6: No, in Jersey, it's 17. 17. 17. You get your permit when you're 16. Mm -hmm. South
5: Carolina is 16. Yeah, no.
6: You know what's crazy? So, I moved to New Jersey from New York when I was in high school, and that's probably the only reason I knew how to drive, because my mom really couldn't drive. Mm -hmm. And we didn't have, like, a car that I could probably drive on. So, when you go to school in New Jersey taking driver's ed as part of your curriculum. Mm-hmm. We didn't have that in New York.
0: No, we, I had to take and driver's ed And they actually in New York. schedule
6: your road test for you the day that you turn.
0: 17. Yeah, your 17. birthday. Yeah, so today is her birthday. She's taking that. She's super duper excited and scared. So it should be a lot of fun, man. This is this is big for
5: baby girls. So I'm excited about that. For real, she can finally draw the phantom.
6: Now, Charlamagne, we saw you had your VH1 special on last night.
5: Yes, in session live You didn't cry. No, I didn't cry. No, didn't Look, cry. maybe another ten, fifteen minutes. I'd have got there. Yeah. I have
6: to catch you know up on saying? that on the plane. I was in Atlanta on my way back. It was a lot of rain. People were hitting me.
0: Uh, they wanted to know how come the questions I asked you yesterday she didn't ask.
5: Because it's not an interview. That's the other thing too that people don't realize mm-hmm. about therapy. You've been to therapy before, right? yes. Mm-hmm. You've been to therapy before, you? Yeah? Nope. It's not an inter- they don't interview you in therapy. That's why it's hard to
0: do it live because you got to kind of get into it. You start expressing your feelings and they sit there. Hmm. Oh, not me. I come in
5: hot, baby. No, you come in hot. I come in hot. You're going I came. I don't even know how we got there so early. I, can't, <laughs> I came in talking about being molested at age eight, by by a, a woman who I made stop because she had a Jerry. Carol.
0: Hello, hey Leonard. How you how you doing? Hey.
5: hey man. When I was uh the age of five, I got molested. She was like, "What the hell?" I don't even know how we got there so fast. I I, I literally after the first segment, I was like, "What the hell are we doing?" <laughs> Poor lady gonna retire now. Oh. I wanted to run out. Drop on the clues bonds for Dr. Jessica Clemens. I wanted to run out after the first segment. I was like, okay, I think I didn't bit off more than I could chew. But. <laughs> <laughs> so,
6: Are there things that you were conscious of being on television and people watching and you were like, I don't want to go there?
5: No, nah, that, that was the thing that made it uh, made it uh, comfortably uncomfortable because I really felt like I was in therapy. Probably because I didn't go to therapy last week. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like I felt like I was in my therapy session, like immediately. Out, out of the gate. So it's like I kind of forgot I was on television until we had to stop for commercials every five minutes. But other than that... We well, gotta pay the bills. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, it felt like therapy. That's exactly how therapy feels. Therapy makes you feel comfortably uncomfortable.
0: Okay. All right. Well, if people haven't seen it, can they see it again?
5: I don't know, man, because Viacom's so stingy when it comes to putting <laughs> stuff on YouTube. I don't know. Let me send out an email or two. I would love for them to... uh posted this morning. I think that would be great for people who didn't see it. Absolutely. Let me see.
0: Now, me see uh, this morning on the show, we got a couple of people joining us. From the City Girls, <laughs> Young <laughs> Miami will be young joining Miami. us. Dropping a clue for Young Miami. You know, the City Girls are two people. You know, one's locked up. And if you don't know Free who the JC. City Girls are in the uh, Drake Feelings, when the partner goes too bad, <laughs> in the, in the
6: yeah, in the
0: and they got a whole project
5: they got a whole out project. called right. Period. For, for <laughs> right. They signed the QC, Quality Control, Home of mm-hmm. the Migos, and Little Yachty, and Little Baby. I'll take your man. Yeah, they got joints. I, I think The Period is one of the best projects of the year, if you ask me. Yes. With. I
6: actually do like all their songs that I've heard, and I actually got a chance to see Young Miami perform at the pow- uh, the pre-Powerhouse show, so that was really fun.
0: Okay. Yeah, well, she'll be joining us this morning, and also from TMZ, Van Lathan will be joining and us. The, and
5: the Red Pill Podcast. And the Red Pill Podcast. You no. Know, very, very intelligent, articulate brother. The black a, guy on, on TMZ,
0: if you don't know him. Yes, that's what they call him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he hates that, but yes. <laughs> I know he does.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. Yeah, you're man, back at it.
6: Of course, we have a rest in peace this morning, and this is a big one.
0: Lord have mercy. It's a
6: tease, Envy. Then you're going to be like, all right, we'll tell you all about it. All
0: right, we'll tell you all about it. I was waiting for it. I was like, damn, hey, who done passed away Good, now? Good, wait
6: till after the commercials
0: and <laughs> music. Damn it, man. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. This The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne, the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get from some front page news. Now, the reason I was stumbling because I'm so excited. My Giants finally won a game. I'm Mm. I'm I'm, I'm super duper excited. Oh, oh, when your team wins, your trash-ass team wins. I, I mean, my team is still in playoff contention.
5: Your team, winning for your team is just is a consolation prize at this point. Like, you know, hey, for everybody out there who bought season tickets, we'll win a couple for you. We're only two games away from you guys. That's not true. Yes, that is. What's your record? From us, but that don't mean nothing. Okay, we only won Four games. All right, and we now we won two. Okay. The
0: Giants beat the 49ers last night 27-23. to 23. So now we are in third place in our division. Which means nothing <laughs> it means the nothing. NFC East
5: is trash. It,
0: it's, uh, I didn't even watch the game last night. I ain't even going to lie. When, when they won, I said, oh, wow, they finally won a game. They won, a, won another game. All right, what else are we talking about, You?
6: Well, rest in peace to Stan Lee. That's the man who started mm-hmm. Marvel back in 1961 with Jack Kirby with the Fantastic Four. He also created Spider-Man, Black Panther, The Incredible Hulk, X-Men, Iron Man, and the Avengers. Everything. Everything. <laughs>
5: Everything. Stan Lee is Marvel.
6: Well, he was 95 years old, and he was suffering from several illnesses over the last year. They said he had pneumonia, vision issues, and he is survived by his daughter, JC, his wife of 69 years. Joan died back in 2017 also. And the
5: crazy thing is, if you uh, aren't even a Marvel comic fan, but you say a fan of the movies, he literally has a cameo in every Marvel mm-hmm. movie. In some way, shape, or form. How does that make you feel that he passed away? I know you're a huge superhero fan. He was, What's that he, voice, Envy? Yes, I am a huge Marvel fan, but he was 95 years old. So okay. He had a
6: great life. Uh,
5: uh, he had an amazing life. We hope he, uh, to live till 95. Superheroes pass? He was 95 years old. Who's he your favorite came, superhero? He saw, he conquered three times. Who's your favorite superhero? I got a lot of different favorite superheroes. I got Wolverine tattooed on my arm. Do you feel like Wolverine doesn't
6: have to Hey, his... shut up!
5: Okay. All
6: right, also, uh, rest in peace. 44 people <laughs> passed away in California's fires as the campfire becomes the deadliest in state history. Right now, 44 people. Imagine that. Miley Cyrus is talking about her house was destroyed in the wildfires, but she's just happy to have her life. She said, I'm one of the lucky ones. My animals and love of my life made it out safely, and that's all that matters right now. Uh, Kim and Kanye, they hired private firefighters. This is
5: crazy. I didn't even know you could do that. Where do you find that number? Yeah, who are the private firefighters in the world?
6: Well, it's a private team, and that team was battling the flames on their property. They had hoses, and they also That's dug crazy. ditches to create a firebreak. so that saved their home. And, and in lieu of saving their home, it also saved the home of countless other people on the block as well. Which is
0: dope. I, mm-hmm. I asked about that. They call I think they call them the hot shots, and they're a, a private team that the government usually uses when it's crazy fires, so the government didn't use them, so they said that Kim and Kim K and The
6: government and them, needs to have these uh, hot shots And they in. get
5: busy, right? Uh, yeah. First of all, hot shots, if you're really public servants, nobody should have to call you, okay? Y'all shouldn't be heroes for hire. And, you know, it's, y'all should pull up Yeah, now is the because. time. 44 exactly. people dead already? If you see this raging fire going on in California and you're a hot shot and you got your own hoses or fire trucks or whatever it is y'all use, y'all should pull up and help just for the, just because. I don't
0: know if that's the off. truth. That's what somebody told me. Before you get into hot shots, oh. this is oh, what somebody right. told me. So you just made not, something up? Who told not, you this? This is not, I don't know if it's 100% You could have Googled somebody it Somebody told me that. I tried it.
5: Well, it didn't pull up. Okay. Well, I'm just hypothetically going off if, if you're correct. Okay. But even still, Kim and Kanye had to hire them. Yes. that's Like, you shouldn't have to be hired in a situation like
0: that, right? You should just show up. Well, they decide what who what they want to save. Like, I heard they decided to save Pepperdine College because a lot of students were there over different, you know, areas. So they, you know,
5: because it's only but so much they can do. Yeah. That's got to be a sad situation. I see a lot of people have a real lack of empathy for, uh... Celebrities, though, because they are be like, oh, it don't matter. They can afford yeah, a new house or whatever. That's Who'd still, it, a property. Yeah, that's still your still property. A Nobody stuff. wants your house to get and that, burned of Yeah, down. and just
6: all your own personal belongings, Absolutely. photos, things that you had your that's whole a, life.
5: Money don't matter when it comes to Mother Nature. All right? right? Them hurricanes, them fires, them Floods. earthquakes, they don't care about class. Flood don't care about class. Right. They don't care about status. They don't care about none of that. All, All right. right. Well, well, that's
6: your friend, page News. Thank you, Yee. Ain't
5: no privilege when it comes to Mother Nature. Now get it off your chest,
0: 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning, or maybe you feel blessed. Maybe it's your birthday and you want to celebrate it. Whatever it may be, call us right now, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
3: The Breakfast Club. Get it, pick up the mother, mother phone and dial. This is your time to get it off your chest,
1: whether you're mad or blessed.
3: Say it with your chest.
1: We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up, DJ Envy? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest, man. What's up, Charlemagne? I met y'all last um, week when y'all was down here. Um, Got my book signed from Charlemagne.
5: That's what's happening,
0: my brother. What's up, bro?
1: The first book. Yeah, I'm Gary. I hit y'all with the Bernie Mac.
5: Um, (laughs) Oh, I, I met you in Boston.
1: Nah, right there you in Miami. You said in Miami? In um, Miami? The breakfast restaurant. Yeah, I took Oh, to yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, yep, yep. It was the yep. uh, yep. Miami yep. Soul yep. Cafe. What's I remember now.
1: Right. What's up, yeah, bro? Yeah, had some good breakfast at. Uh, but yeah, I got a chance to finally meet. I left to see y'all every morning for a year. Um, but everybody was nice, the environment. I found $20 on the ground out there. I don't know how. Damn, so send me my people. money back, bro. But well, you found $20? <laughs> That was yeah, mine. Was thinking, oh
6: man, was... I'm so glad you found my money. You want I, to cash out?
5: I was looking for that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, yeah, I, I remember. I remember you because I remember uh, you. She had died 19 years ago. She had an aneurysm. Oh, oh her birthday was tough. yesterday. I want to give a shout out to my daughters, Leonie and London. Um, they now go to the same school daycare, two and four years old. But yeah, man, they a question. real crazy. ask you a, question? Can I ask you a get... question? Yeah. Do you do your your kids think Bernie Mac is their daddy? No. I oh. just hit him with it from time to time, had him laughing. Okay. All right. Well, thank I you, brother. I been on stage a few times and hit him up.
6: Well, thank you, brother. Well, much love to you and your family. Salem!
7: Hey, y'all. How are you guys?
6: What's hey. up, Salem?
7: Hey, y'all. Um, I'm just trying to be a little petty this morning. Uh-oh. I don't know. Just switch <laughs> it up. Yes. Y'all can. I appreciate platforms like this for you guys because I can just be petty. <laughs> um, so I got in a wreck, like, what, last week? And keep in mind, I just bought this car, not even 15,000 miles on it, you guys. So she hit my car on purpose because I cut her off. And keep in mind, she also had a newborn baby in the back seat. Damn. I clearly seen her rammed into my car. So um, long story short, I just want to shout her out because I pulled up on her the other day. She didn't want to answer her door, so she got this other guy to wow. answer and handle her business, right? So, I know I can't say her address, but I'm going to say her street name. Oh, my God. And I'm going to pull up on her again. but Maybe sometime this week again. All right. But, yeah. All right. Pull up and get your
0: ass kicked <laughs> now. Yeah, you better not get your ass beat.
7: That's fine. Oh, no, no, no. I got people for that. Salem, how about old are like you? i 26. All right. You should so be, wait, you what is, be Now, no what is this over again? She hit my car. And she don't got no. And then she got no insurance. But she just, I had to pay, uh, pay out my pockets, uh, you know, all the stuff towards my car or whatever. Why don't you call 911? Why don't you call the police? Why we got warrants out here in Dallas? Stop. You know okay. y'all two real. But well, I do
6: want to say I'm happy that you're okay.
5: Hey, I'm gonna be in <laughs> Dallas this morning. I'm gonna be in Dallas this weekend, Salem.
7: Pull up you on Charlemagne. I my off. I already asked off already. If my manager tries to deny it. I'm still not coming to work. I'm already. I got this planned out. Is it gonna be in uh? Where is school at? Where is it at? I just. I was there last week. It said Shalaman.
5: Right? Was gonna be in Charlemagne You should
7: hire her for security. I'm gonna
5: be honest with you, Salem. I have no idea. <laughs> See that? I do know I'm gonna be at Paul Quinn. Oh, Paul Quinn's in I Dallas. I never, you know, yeah, I I mean, yeah, I yeah, yeah going. I'm gonna be at Paul Quinn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be at Paul Quinn. I am gonna be at Paul Quinn. Right. I'm going to Bishop T.D. Jakes Church on Sunday, and I'll be at Paul Quinn um Monday. Lewis.
4: Yo, get it off your chest, Louis. What's up, bro? Feeling? Good, good morning.
8: morning. And I want I wanted to get off my chest. I'm feeling blessed this morning. Hey, uh, Charlotte, man, I wanted to shout out, shout out you, man. That book, man, it was awesome book, man. I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Made it comfortable, man, for uh, uh, speaking on uh, PTSD and stress and all that. I was born and raised in Chicago myself, man. When you, uh When you, when you coming to uh, Dallas uh, for, for the Barnes & Noble out here?
5: I'll be in Dallas uh, Monday at Paul Quinn College. I'll be in
4: Dallas.
8: Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh yeah, I'm going to try to make it there, man. I, I'm a truck driver, so I'll drive over the road. Hey, and DJ Envy. Yes, sir. When are you going to do a uh, 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 seminar out here, man, on uh, how to flip houses?
0: Um, we are gonna do one in Atlanta during Super Bowl, and we gonna try to make it out there.
8: All right, cool, man. I'm gonna try to make it, man. I be, I be on them uh, kind of moves, man. When it come to uh, seminars like that, you know.
0: The next seminar we do, I think it, it's gonna be in Jersey. I think we're actually gonna take a student and and show them how to buy a crib and help them with the with the with the credit, help them with the financing, and take them to the whole process, man. Get them tenants, fix up the crib, and all that.
8: Okay, how can I how can I see that, or how can I be, you know?
0: Just click my Instagram, and the link is on the Instagram.
8: Okay, cool. I'll follow y'all anyways, man. Appreciate
0: y'all. All right, bro. Yeah, we're going to take a student, and we're going to show him from the router to the tutor how to purchase a crib, how to demo, how to uh, renovate it, how to get tenants, how to get uh, management in there. We're going to do the whole thing. So.
6: That's a full-time job. Yeah, we're gonna help Let him get financing something.
0: and all that and, and help him out with his finances. You know, I just about.
6: bought another house for 1600 dollars in Detroit. Where, Detroit? Yeah.
0: Goodness gracious. <laughs> get it off your chest. 800 585 1051 If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
3: The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club.
0: Hello, who's this? Hey, how you doing? This is Johnny from the Bronx. Johnny from the Bronx. Get it off your chest. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm actually driving right now. raving crazy. crazy. Um, I hate my boss, man. You know, every day I got to go to work, I got to deal with him. He's annoying as shit. And, and, and you know, one
3: day I'm going to tell him that I quit, and, and, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to give him a shout-out. That's how much I hate him.
5: What you waiting wow. on to quit? He need a new he job.
3: Majestic. Johnny Majestic.
5: Yeah, well, you're going to get fired, so you ain't even even going to get the chance to quit. That's
6: good. That's good. I'm looking forward to it. man. How long have you been working there? I've been working here for three years. I'm in a union. It's going to be a long time for them to get me
5: out. Yeah, you just keep that same energy when you go in there today. Can and, I just
6: say and, and something? And he, he
5: fired you for threatening them threatening over the radio.
6: I just want to say something. I you spent... Th- I, I hate him, man. I hate him, man. I hate him so much, man. Damn.
5: You getting fired. Listen, you're going to get fired immediately. You calling the radio station saying you hate your boss in this age I of... I
9: hate him.
5: Oh, yeah. I, I feel threatened so much, if I was your boss. Man. I can't work with you no more. You got to go. All right. Wow. Hello. who's Right this? before Christmas, you want to get fired? Now ain't the time for this, my brother.
9: Get, um, good
6: morning,
3: unemployment.
0: Spencer man. Spencer, what's up? Get it off your chest.
3: Hey, good morning, DJ Nvl. First of all, congratulations, man, to your daughter. Uh, pretty sure she gonna get the test, man.
0: Oh, don't uh, congratulate her yet, man. We we got a little, we got a couple of hours before that. But but I'll send it to her if she all does. Right. When she does, let's all throw it right. in the pile. Let's throw it in the air. When she does.
3: The, uh, good morning, everybody. Morning, Charlemagne. Morning. Uh, what's uh, up, my Lee. brother? Good morning. And uh want congratulations to my sister man she just had a second baby. Okay. Uh baby Noah. Uh also one of my other friends Shaniqua Harris she just had her baby as well, baby Ducey. She named her baby
5: Ducey. Ducey. No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. Ducey. I bet Deucey.
6: you it's spelled Duce.
5: How do you spell Ducey? Please, no. D-U-S-S apostrophe E. D-U-C. D-U-C. Oh. <laughs> now,
6: yeah, Deuces. D-U-E-C-E. Okay,
7: Deuces. Deuces.
5: All right, Deuces. All right. Deuces. Well, thank you for being so positive. Ducey is kind of a hot name for a baby. Because it's not like people haven't named their kids Alizé before.
6: Or Hennessy. Hennessy.
5: That's what I'm saying. Ducey mm-hmm. ain't a bad name. Hello,
0: who's this? Yo, this is What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Oh, man, I'm a little
5: upset this morning, man. I got to get out the house some more, man. I- I'll check my Twitter feed this morning, right? Uh-huh. So I'm looking, I see Jill Scott is trending. I'm like, what, why is she trending? I so saw I'm that, looking, too. Looking, what I see, happened? I see, I see this video of her air chugging the mic like she was giving it giving it some good fellatio and I'm like damn I first got of to, all, the house to check these shows out man first of all as a man who's been to about eight Jill Scott shows in my life from the Sugar Water Festival to her own headlining solo shows don't you disrespect Jill Scott like that okay no dis- oh, man, no, no sorry, Jill sorry, Scott man. slander shall prosper well
6: Questlove tweeted out oh, LOL at y'all Jill Scott newbies y'all thought she was incense and sandals huh
5: Man, I seen Jill Scott hit a high note so crazy one time in Charlotte, North Carolina, that when she was hitting the high note, one tear started falling from her eye, like right down the side (laughs) of her cheek. Jill is incredible. You hear me? Yeah, I got, I got to check a show after that one now, man. I'm like all the old heads water. I see R. Kelly had a show over the weekend. He was, he was doing a whole lot of. Wow, he was getting his sweat
9: wiped off of him. Jill Scott looked
5: horny in this video. I don't like you calling uh, Jill Scott an old head, by the way. She's only like 40, 41. R. Kelly is 97 years old. Jill
0: Scott was singing, and what the hell is Jill Scott doing? Oh my goodness! Jill Scott got me ready this I'm going to work. I'm like, yo, I'm
5: gonna go when I get off work. I'm wow, Jill Scott! She me all the way, off. way, and I'm like, man, I gotta go to her shows
0: now. Jill Scott, fine film. too though. By if the way. you don't, if you don't know what he's talking about, Jill Scott is. She must be singing, and she's acting like the mic is a penis, and she is going <laughs> so uh, is hard doing thing. that it it splashes <laughs> in her face at the end. I'm gonna get no, Jill Scott on the service. All right. All
9: right. <laughs> Thank you, God bless. The, God bless Jillie from day, Philly.
6: Good
0: <laughs> She's rubbing the the, the the testicles and all. All right, Jill. All right. I don't know what got in Jill. Jill mics don't have
6: testicles envy. Just so you, Why? Act, you know. act like Jill Except only make
0: that. Jill makes love making music. Though. I've never seen anybody have uh, you know lick a testicles. You know, a There's testicles. There's no
6: testicles on a mic. Are there testicles on your mic?
5: You ain't never seen nobody lick testicles on a mic before. Because you know why? Well, why? Who's Mike? Mike don't have testicles. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not the highest grade of weed in this country, but I've never seen a Mike with well, testicles. Well,
0: maybe if you've seen this video, you'd be
5: like, damn, this Mike has
0: testicles.
6: He has seen it.
5: Oh. All
0: right. Well, get it off your chest. 805 105 1051 Now, we got rumors on the way?
6: Yes. Uh, we are going to be talking about somebody who's got a brand new show he just posted from his set. Also, Nicki Minaj. She is shooting her shot, but it looks like she has a boyfriend. Would you be mad about this if you were her man?
0: All right. We'll get into this when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne tha Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Michelle Obama. It's time.
3: time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club.
6: Well, her book is out today. Michelle Obama's new book, Becoming.
5: I can't believe that they sent no advanced copies of that book.
6: They probably don't need to. they like, whatever.
5: Yeah, not for us. Not this little ghetto-ass That's
6: going to sell millions of copies, by the way. they Probably already. got a
5: million in pre-orders.
6: No, that's going to happen. Now, Oprah Winfrey actually selected that book as her book club pick. It's the first time that she has picked an author from the political world since she started her book club back in 1996. Mm. She tweeted out from the really? very first pages of Becoming, I knew I wanted everything everyone to read it. Book clubs everywhere you'll want to make this your next selection. Mm -hmm. Yes. She said this book is everything you wanted to know and so much more you didn't even know you wanted to know. I believe it's going to spark within you the desire to think about your own becoming. It's so well written. I can hear her voice. I can hear her expressions. I can feel her emotion.
5: I can't wait to read it.
6: Now, here is Michelle Obama with Oprah, and she said that she really didn't take much out of this book because she wanted to just let everybody see all of her.
10: Whether we like it or not, Barack and I, my husband and I, we are role models. Yep. And, you know, I hate when people who are in the public eye and even seek the public eye want to step back and say, well, I'm not a role model because I don't want that responsibility. Too late, you are. And that means that young people are looking at you. And I don't want young people to look at me here and now as Michelle Obama and think, well, she never had it rough. She never had challenges. She never had fears. She never got... Well, we're not going to think that after reading this book. Oh, no, you're not.
6: Right, and she also goes on to talk about the pressures that they face as being the first black presidential family.
10: We felt the pressure from the minute we started to run. Uh, we talk about that and just how, first of all, we had to convince our base that a black man could win. Opening your hearts up to the hope that America would put down its racism for a black man, that, I think that hurt too much. And it wasn't until Iowa that when Barack won Iowa that people thought, okay, Maybe so. Did um, you believe in the beginning? Because you say in the beginning oh, no. that you didn't no, believe no. Well, one of the reasons, the other yes. reason I said yes was like, okay, we're going to do this. He's going to lose. And that is
5: that. Damn. I can't wait to read that book. Uh, what, if, what if Barack Obama puts out a book called Unbecoming? And it disputes everything she says. in this I book. doubt <laughs> yeah, that's, that's gonna
6: happen. <laughs> but I mean, this book is very personal. We already played cr- uh, clips for you previously, where she talks about suffering from a miscarriage, undergoing IVF to get her two daughters, marriage counseling, and this book talks about her growing up on the South Side of Chicago, going to Princeton University, going to Harvard Law School, then being in the White House and learning how to balance work and motherhood. I can't
5: wait to read it. How many pages is it? Does it say?
6: Oh no, I don't know. It's got to be at but least. I'm sure if you could look it up. Four hundred, right? And see, but yes, this book has been on like the best list for a couple of months it Much. So. like, yeah. That's amazing. All right. Now, if you're a big Golden State Warriors fan, you can pay $100. It won't get you a seat, and you won't be able to view the game, but you'll get in the building. They have this new monthly in-the-building pass, and that's just for admission into the arena for every home game. It costs $100 a month.
0: So you got to just walk around the whole time.
6: You can go to the, uh, the bar, the restaurant, the club areas, and watch from there. Ne- that makes
0: sense. Negro,
6: please. <laughs> now, that makes sense,
0: because you can sneak in. please. Please. I know a lot of people that do that with the Yankees. They they buy that little chill pass, and then they sneak in, they wiggle their way in, and Listen, then they be in seats. I,
5: well, well, let's be clear. You can't do that at a basketball game. That's number one. Right? Why not? Who, th- those games are always sold out. Who not sitting in their seats? all the seats are always
0: well, sold out. But that's
6: why they have these available, because yes. the games are always sold yes. out. Yes,
0: They say that the Yankee game, too, is always sold no. out. And the same thing, people wiggle their way in.
5: has won uh, three out of the last four championships. Their games are definitely always sold out. Without question, <laughs> Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, can't find a seat. Man. If there's tickets on StubHub, you can, you can get a seat. Well,
0: yeah, the if season, you buy a ticket?
6: The season ticket wait list has forty-four thousand people. on Come it. on, man!
5: So, <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> about, NV? <laughs> people don't go to every game. All oh, the game is. Oh, you always see an open seat or two. D- They're probably in the bathroom,
6: NV. Exactly. I seriously got <laughs> <doubted> to the
5: Golden <laughs> State game.
6: Yeah, it's crazy. One hundred
5: dollars, you could just go to any old bar in Oakland. You know what I'm saying but that's you're not drinks. In, but that's you're not in the Stadium. You don't get that vibe, Man. that feeling. feeling. Right. Absolutely. Well, they need to open up a club in there, and if they're charging hundred dollars, they for probably do have it,
6: a club in there. A lot yeah, of these uh, places do. do have clubs. Now you know the, the Dallas Cowboys have uh, entrances called party passes for their NFL home games you can come in just like that as well. But we don't deserve it. But you do have a view of it. Definitely don't deserve it. We don't deserve to be (laughs) (laughs) charging
5: people just to stand in our building. All right. free.
6: And congratulations to Nick Cannon. He does have his new talk show. He posted, Thankful and grateful for my team and Fox TV for today and the first step towards my late night show. Catch the 2019 Fox Winter Preview coming to your house before the new year. We take it over. Dropping the clues. That's Cannon. He was doing Wildin' Out in Atlanta while I was out there 'cause uh when I was at a event I saw a lot of people were coming there from Wildin' Out.
5: I see they made Nick take the head rap off for of late night T V though. Did
6: they? He got
5: the fro flourishing. <laughs>
6: I'm sure that's his own decision. He said he could wear his turban if he wanted to.
5: Nick Cannon can do what he wants. So all right, he, I'm Angela okay. Yee,
6: and that is your it, rumor except report. Except for
5: tell Carlos Miller he's fired. All right? Because <laughs> Carlos is back. He's now. back, right? Talk on the clues, bond for Carlos Miller. This little ass show right, work. But... That's right. A little <laughs> ghetto ass show with our, with our, with our, with our ghetto ass fans, boy. Woo. Okay, we make some noise out here when we want to. That's right. Now, uh, yeah, we got a uh, front page news, right? What are we talking about?
6: Man, let's talk about a tragedy that happened in the suburbs in Chicago. I can't believe somebody was a hero, and you won't believe what happened next.
0: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, the Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never
3: be the same.
6: Continue the adventure with Newt Scamander as he teams up with Albus Dumbledore to stop the Dark Wizard, Grindelwald's plans to divide the Wizarding World. Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. In theaters Thursday, rated PG-13.
0: Morning everybody, it's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha we are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Start off with my New York Giants, they beat the 49ers last night 27-23, to 23. we
5: are now in third place. Alright, shut up, third place in the NFC East. Let's be clear about that, don't let you screaming y'all third place. Third place in the NFC East, which means that you're the third loser, alright, <laughs> that's all.
0: But we won one, so I'm excited about that. What else are you talking about, Yee?
6: Man, this was a tragic, tragic situation that happened in a suburb in Chicago. Now, Jamel Roberson was working security. He was at Manny's Blue Room Bar. This happened Sunday at 4 a.m., and that's when some drunk patrons were told they had to leave. Now, one of the guys left and came back with a gun and opened fire. Now, Jamel Roberson, who, as I said, was working security, actually returned the fire and apprehended one of the men. He placed his knee in the gunman's back and pointed a gun at him to stay still. An officer who was responding to a 911 call actually ended up showing up and firing at Roberson and killing him.
5: Come on, man. Mm-mm.
6: Now, one of the bar patrons witnessed the shooting, and here's what he said.
3: He had somebody on the ground with his with his knee in his back with his gun on him. Like, don't move. Everybody was screaming out security. He was a security guard. And they still did their job and saw a black man with a gun and basically killed him. Mm.
5: He wasn't dressed? What did he have on? Did he have on a security uniform? Like, like, I don't understand.
6: I don't know what he had on, but all I know is they said everybody was like, no, he's a security. He's one of us.
5: So the cops weren't even listening when they barged in.
6: I guess not. The cops, and,
5: the cops were responding. The shots fired, barged in, saw somebody with a gun, saw commotion, screaming, didn't know what people were saying, and just shot. And yeah, shot thinking yeah. he was a threat. That's crazy. Now, there's man. a
6: GoFundMe account that was established to pay for his burial. He was only 26 years old. Damn. Now, Jamel Roberson's mother, Beatrice Robertson, has filed a lawsuit against the police officer who killed her son. She said the shooting was unprovoked, unjustified, and excessive and unreasonable, and she's suing the officer as well.
5: That's crazy that uh, the police would run in see a black man holding the gun over somebody that was shot and immediately think the black person is, is, is the is the threat man. when he's the one who defused the whole situation.
6: Yeah, he was a hero. <sighs> yeah. All right, now let's talk about some Wisconsin high schoolers. They posed in a Nazi salute last spring and now police are investigating. It was a photo showing a group of male who are mostly white Wisconsin high school students. That's
0: about 100 of them. It looked like 75. It's not just a couple. Show that picture again.
6: Now, the images of the All students... All I see is
0: mayonnaise. Too much posted. goddamn mayonnaise. This guy is stupid, eh? And they
6: And uh, the picture was tagged Baraboo Proud, and that picture has since been taken down. School officials are going to look into it further, is what they are saying. The district superintendent tweeted out that it is not reflective of the educational values and beliefs of the school district of Baraboo. Now, there was one student who actually did not... Uh, put his fist up and he looked visibly uncomfortable he wished to remain anonymous but since then he has uh, responded and said that he had to deal with bullying while he was in school all this time and that's why he did not participate and he knew it was wrong
5: first of all he shouldn't have been in that damn picture at all okay he should have moonwalked his well book. you
6: know what he said it was five seconds like he didn't even have time to get out because the picture happened so fast he said the photographer told him to do that alright really? so soon as the
5: photographer says, hey, and he said
6: it all happened so quick see, and Nazi that's why- salute, like whoa he did look like he was separating himself, like. but he said he time Oh, that was the kid over to the right, look looked like. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: All right. So they are investigating. We'll let you know what happens. You see him all the way on, on the, if you have a vote TV, you can see him on the yes. last step in the back. He's the only one that's kind of looking like, what's going on?
5: That's, that's 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 when the sandwich got way too much mayonnaise on it. Too him. much
6: goddamn mayonnaise.
5: It's not even edible. Like mm-hmm. You can't eat that sandwich. Like, I'm disgusted. Throw this potato salad out, please. Mm-hmm. Who put all this, to- this mayonnaise in the tuna? God damn it. Who ruined this good sun kiss?
6: All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee. And that's your front page news. <sighs>
5: All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. You die of sodium. You're gonna die of so- too much sodium intake. Now,
0: when we come back from the City Girls, she goes by the name of Young Miami. Young Miami. The city Girls is two. One is locked up. JT. JT is locked up. And we're gonna kick it with her when we come back. So don't move. Yes. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne, the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. From the City Girls. Hey. In Miami. Hi. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. Welcome.
5: Now, for all of those who don't know, the City Girls, is two of y'all. Yes. Mm-hmm. Young Miami and JT. I know you get this all the time. Mm-hmm. She's locked up. When's she coming home?
9: She coming home soon. I can't give her exact date because we don't have an exact date, mm-hmm. but she will be home next year, like the top of next year.
5: Do you press five every time she call?
9: Every time. Every time, no matter Every, what. Let me tell y'all, sometimes I miss JT because, like, she in the feds, so they got video business. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I miss her business because I'm on the plane. When I miss her business, it's worse than the call. Like, we don't talk. Like, she'll ignore my email. She won't talk to me. <laughs> I be like, girl, I was on the plane. She be like, I don't care. I be like, what you want me to do? The Wi-Fi don't work that good. Yeah.
0: Well, let's, so, start, let's start Let's from the beginning. How, how did y'all meet each other, and how did y'all start City
9: Girls? Okay, so me and JT, we grew up together. We went to the same middle school. We went to Carrot City Middle School. I've been knowing JT probably since I was like 14. We used to always be at the same teen club because in Miami it's fast. So we was 16, 17 in teen clubs. Right. Going home 2 o'clock in the morning. So we met like in school and then at parties. So we met friends since childhood friends. And then one day, JT, she used to be in a little rap group with her friends in high school. Little rap rap, rap, group, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They used to bang pink flags, it was called Pretty Bitches Bang Pink. Mm -hmm. And one day she just called me and was like, Carisha, let's do this song. I got these two beats, let's rap. And I'm like, girl, like, what the, like, I ain't no rapper. What you, you never
0: rap before,
9: never. So she called me, she was like, Carisha, let's do this song. And I'm like, she's like, I got these two beats. I'm like, girl, what? Mm -hmm. No, she was like, come on. So she sent me the song, she was like, Rap your part, you know, just do your part. So I was like, all right. I went to the car wash. I was listening to the beat. I called her. I was like, come on. She came to my house. We sitting in the car. I'm like, girl, we don't even know about no studio. What studio we going to go to? I called this um rapper from Miami. His name Iceberg. I know Iceberg. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, Kimmy and JT come to your studio. We want to record this song. He like, y'all for real? And I'm like, yeah. But JT was like, man, he, he real serious about music. He say music serious. So we was like, we don't know if we want to go to his studio because he going to be hard on us. But that was the best thing we did because mm-hmm. when we went in there and I was rapping, he was like, you know, if y'all want to take this series, y'all got to be like this. So we was in there. We probably went to the studio like, I'm going to say 9 o'clock. Wing to like 6 in the morning. He was asleep.
5: To do mm-hmm. one song.
9: Then the next day, we, he, <laughs> he butted on us. We called him back like, we don't like the way the song sound. We want to come back. We had to use like All That Man studio time. <laughs> <laughs> did you have to pay him? <laughs> no. Okay. Because he got his own studio. Gotcha. But he was recording. He just ain't want to <laughs> tell us. No, he was like, man, my equipment messed up. Duh, 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 I got to get it right. So like the next day, that song is horrible. Like the first.
5: That never came out. No, than. it's <laughs> that
9: good. If that's what that was? Yeah. Okay. But we recorded like, we probably recorded it like 10 times. Mm-hmm. So the next day I did good. So we went to the studio. My little cousin had a studio. It was like in a warehouse. Mm-hmm. My cousin was the engineer and we was in there. We kept recording and recording and recording. And I told JT, I said, listen. I'm not doing this song no more. Cause we'll go to the studio <laughs> at one o'clock and we'll leave at 6 a.m. with the sun up. I got a baby. I be getting home. It's time to take my baby to school. I say, JT, I'm not doing it no more. Like, you know, we just playing. We ain't no rappers for real. We finna put this song out and however it go, it go. We put it out and it,
5: and it took off. So y'all never quite got it right? Mm mm. Okay.
9: When P them got that song, they tried to mix that song down. They said, man, where y'all record this song at? Hold on, hold on.
5: <laughs> so y'all got signed to QC off your first record?
9: Yes. No. Yes. How does get the P? It got the coach. Got, got the, the coach, coach. okay. Because P ain't feeling City Girls. P,
3: <laughs> P-, <laughs> P- not feeling
9: it. P, beginning. P did not understand the City Girls. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember the first time we met P. He he came to Miami with La Baby. La Baby was hosting G5. Mm-hmm. And we had met Coach. Coach felt in love with the City Girls. He was like, I love y'all, y'all, authentic, I get it. So we put out the song. We had them pet out G5. G5 is a big club in Miami. I we love G5. Our first show, it was at this club called Heads and Tails. On our way there, it was a big fight. They were shooting, people running. We like, man, we ain't going to never make it. Like, we just trying to, you know. Who was
5: fighting, y'all crew or just in general?
9: Just the people there, some yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah. So we got there, they fighting, people running. We like, we in the car out the cry like, damn. You get know what I'm saying? Like our first show, but mm-hmm. we went in there. The people still came inside, and they sung that song, "Bird for word. So that's how we got noticed by them. And then JT had Whitney Shell when the song came out. Mm-hmm.
4: And
9: then every time she called me, I'm like, JT, they playing our song in the club? She like, I don't care about no song, girl. I just got indicted <laughs> with the fans. You talking f- about the song in <laughs> the club? But I'm like, what else we going to do? You get what I'm saying? When you, can't, when you come home, you can't go back to that. And I ain't doing nothing, so we gotta figure it out. I'm trying yeah. to be an Instagram model at this point, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just You're being honest. Flat tummy T. I, <laughs> shit. I was trying to get there. Like, I was, I was almost there. So I was like, you know, <laughs> I How you was almost get there. Cuz my followers was just getting there. I was you, like you, at 80k you. followers. You know, I had them my little baby suits. Mm-hmm. I had like my little camera. Hey. You know, I was been pursue my little career. So I'm telling JT, I'm like. You know, this God plan for us, like it's working. I'm like, you gotta come home and we finna rap. She got out, we did a song, we did a freestyle, E to the A. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then we dropped that and it. From when she got out, we was in the studio. How how many records did y'all record before she had to go back in? We did. Our whole album that we got coming out on Mm -hmm. the 16th, Girl Code. We we did. uh, One thing about P, Mm -hmm. P don't play with the city girls. He be on our head. Me and JT, we'll get in the studio. You know, we wanna be on Instagram. We wanna. And I be working, do our little videos. PB, caught y'all better have the records <laughs> done.
10: Right.
9: Y'all girls going go get caught. Like, he, you know, he stay on top of us, and that's what we need. Mm-hmm. Cause, you know, like, we, we be slacking, but he stay on top of us. So the whole time she was out, he was on our head. Y'all better be in the studio. We had a studio every day up until she went to jail. That's how the
5: period mixtape came about?
9: Yeah. Mm-hmm. He don't play with us. When
5: did P come around, though? You said, did he come around after that show that night, or when did he come around?
9: Coach came around. Okay. Let's be clear. Coach came around. Like, we got signed November thirty. 30th. We put that song out in August. We got signed over Take 30th. They, they, well, Coach came to Miami. It was um BET Hip Hop Awards. Mm-hmm. He came to Miami. He met us at Circle House. He was like, um, I want to sign y'all gruzz. I love everything y'all doing. You know, y'all authentic. Y'all from the hood. I understand it. And we was like, well, JT got an open fair case. He was like, I know about that already. I don't care about that. I'm going to help y'all. Like, I'm going to get her a lawyer, da, da da Then P probably came, like, three weeks. I can't remember the time frame. And we met him at his hotel, and he was like, y'all girls not a rap? What songs y'all seen? He was just like, so I, was, I was texting JT. I'm like, oh, my God, he hate us. P took us to the club, gave us money, had to turn us up. Next thing you know, we had changed numbers with P. We was in a group. P loved us ever
5: since. <laughs> <laughs> y'all want him over. Y'all want
0: him he over. He took, took us from serious. coach.
9: Now we P girls.
5: <laughs> <laughs> How has it been adjusting, you know, to the industry from the streets?
9: For me, I, I still didn't adjust. It, it, it don't hit me yet. Like, I go to the mall by myself. And when I go to the mall, people be like, you Miami, you're Miami. And then my uncle will be telling me, like, you can't do that. Like, you got to be with a bodyguard. And I'm just be like, that ain't me i don't want to walk around with nobody God. like i just still want to feel hood i want to i want i'm in my hood so i feel like i'm safe but you got
5: haters too though
9: <coughs> i i gotta understand that so i didn't really adjust to it yet i'm trying
5: and it's a fine balance because that's the same thing that make y'all authentic and make people like y'all but then you still gotta be careful gotta be
0: yeah gotta like jt out a little bit.
9: see me and jt jt is bad i'm good jt is bad in her own way she's just feisty she got an attitude i'm mm-hmm. more of like you could approach me jt she real rude. She be telling the security, stop f- following me. I don't care. Don't, I don't give a f-. And I be like, me and her, I be like, girl, don't do that. That man got up follow you. That's his job.
5: You think jail might be good for her a little bit? Just to maybe no. calm it down a little bit? No. She's making her no wilder? <laughs>
9: JT, you just can't you just can't change JT. Like, sometimes she be positive. She be like, yeah. when I come home, I ain't going to be mean. You know, that's, <laughs> that, that's one of her little prison talks. <laughs> then she'll text me in the email. I mean, we ain't going to be that dead. When I get out, everybody got to feel me.
5: She only got a couple years, though, right? She,
9: she, like, for real, she only got two years. That's what I heard, two years, yeah. Yeah, but she not going to do her whole two years.
0: All right, we have more with Young Miami from City Girls when we come back. Let's get into her new joint now. It's called Twerk. And it's the Breakfast Club Good Morning. I have young Miami in the building. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee. Charlemagne the God, we are the Breakfast Club. Now, how right. did the, the collaboration with, with Drake
5: come about?
9: I don't know. Drake probably was scrolling on Instagram looking at the city girls. I don't know. I don't know. His <laughs> speech called us and was like, hey, Drake want to do a record with y'all.
5: I think Drake wants QC to manage him on the low.
9: I don't know. That's what I
5: think. That's what I but go ahead.
9: So I'm like, he stopped playing with us because P like to play. Mm-hmm. He's like, I ain't finna screenshot y'all FaceTime me. He showed us a DM. And we was like, oh, my God, bitch, we made it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we finna be on the song with Drake. So we went to Atlanta. We flew to Atlanta because P was like, this top secret. Y'all finna come do this song at my studio. Ain't sending out to nobody. We finna do this record. It ain't getting sun out or nothing. So we went to Atlanta. We did the song. And that's just how it came about. Dope.
5: Who's easier to finesse? Industry n****s street n-?
9: industry. They easy. <laughs> they so, they like walking licks.
4: Walking licks.
9: <laughs> they so easy. I mean, you just gotta, you just gotta know how to finesse them. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like most girls, cause I'm not gonna lie, I talked to a guy that was older than me and he had money and I just felt like I was kind of scared to ask him for money cause I wanted him to think that I had my shit together. Mm-hmm. And I felt like me asking him would make it seem like I was needy or I wasn't a boss. But no, you can't do that.
5: Break it down. Boy. You gotta <laughs> break it down, young man.
9: Like it don't, it don't, it don't matter if you bossed up, if you in your own bag, like because that was my, like that was just, I was like, man, this man, you know, he got his little pieces going on. This man a boss, I ain't about to go and ask this man for no money because he, he gonna feel like I'm needy, like mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but he asking
5: you for something, I'm sure.
9: Right. Yeah. So now that I'm kind of older and I look back on that situation, that's why I feel like that's like another message in our music. Like it don't matter if you a boss and you got your own, shit, you could still. Ask A guy for something, Mm -hmm. you know. As a woman, he should do for you anyway. He should buy your food. He should pay your bills. You should be straight. You shouldn't ever have to go in your pocket.
5: So, so all these artists and athletes that be in your DMs, how do you pick and choose who you want to? I'm
9: straight off them. You straight off? I swear to God, I'm straight off them. Why? Because it's like, you got to you gotta really know when they're serious. Mm-hmm. Most of them just want to have fun. Right. Everybody want to have fun right now. That's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're a rapper or if you're an athlete. Like,
0: how, how many are in, are in your DMs now? I
9: don't like to, you know. You I got to like, say no names. I don't like to say it because y'all could DM me. I ain't gonna tell. I ain't
3: DMing. <laughs> I ain't DMing.
9: Back. <laughs> I don't can, never I don't tell. No problem. You
5: about to make my blood pressure go up. i cool with y'all young ass girls I'm draining my pocket. <laughs>
9: <laughs> but one thing about me, JT always tell me that. She be like, Carisha, you don't care. She be like, she always tell me, she be like, what's wrong with you? First conversation with a, you be like, you gonna buy me a Chanel bag. <laughs> I'm just trying to see where your head is.
5: Do you feel like you owe a guy something when he buy you that bag, though? Uh-uh. Yeah.
9: Then I want a wig. I'm going to just keep asking. Just, <laughs> want a wig. Just to see. <laughs> that's how I know if I'm going to f- with you. Yeah. Because if I ask you and you petty, then you petty.
5: You don't buy back, nothing back, though? You got money now.
9: Now, money. yeah. I ain't going to lie. But baby, no. Nah. I ain't by I ain't buying nothing. You want me.
5: So how is it hard not to like go back to your old ways when dealing with these industry dudes cuz you say they're easy lit, you know you can finesse them. So how you know, how do you stop yourself from doing that?
9: Cuz I don't want to do that no more. cuz now I feel like I got something to lose. Now Damn. we see these we see these tweets that came
0: out recently about some old tweets about 2013. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about some some Haitian people. Okay. And people were pretty pissed off about this.
9: Okay, so let me tell y'all. Miami Twitter. It's called Miami Twitter. And every year, it's Haitian flag day. Mm-hmm. And we just, it's a Miami thing. It be Yanks. They call American Yanks versus Souls. So that was just like the topic that we do every year. We just go in on each other like, you know, they be Yanks. We got more money than y'all. Y'all trying to steal our hustle, y'all. You know, they they say they invented scamming. Y'all want to be like cuz, You know, we invented scamming. Then we'll say like, y'all Haitians, y'all. You know, y'all coming to America. Why y'all don't stay in Haiti and you know, it's just stuff like that. It wasn't nothing that I have nothing against Haitians. I was just engaging in a topic that we mm-hmm. do in Miami. It's
5: just it was all joking, going back and forth, breaking mm-hmm. on each other. And then you had some uh, tweets about the LGBT community. They Didn't like that either. I didn't you apologize for those.
9: Though. I didn't tweet nothing about them. I mm-hmm. was just talking about my son. I just said that if I saw anything gay in my son, that I would beat him. But that's just like my mom. Your mom be like, if you break my tape, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. Damn me, she gonna be out of you. She just saying. I don't have nothing against gay people, but I want wouldn't, wouldn't want my son to be gay. Just being a mother, like, I wouldn't want my son dating the same sex. But I, I'm around a lot of gay people all the time. My stylist is gay. My cousin gay. I love gay people. My favorite cousin that died was gay. They don't mean that I have nothing against gay people because I don't want my son to be gay. I think uh, what
0: you're saying, that, that you would beat him, it makes it seem like it's something wrong. That's yeah. people, how people t- took it and look at it.
5: But you was young when you tweeted that, though.
9: I mean, I apologize for it. I don't know why mm-hmm. they took it offensive. You said you
5: want a, somebody to suck on your c*** until your gets a hickey. Mm-hmm. Why would you want something like that?
9: Because I, mean, I want them to suck painful. on an entire um. Y'all
5: read that to him. He was so intrigued by that earlier
0: this morning. He was
5: so intrigued. <laughs> that sounds painful.
9: Not if he licking it, right? You know, some men, a lot of men know how to eat
5: That was me. A girl gave me just a book lick. back in the day called The Ultimate Kiss. Taught me how to properly eat
9: Yeah, y'all just be licking, licking, licking. and just be like, oh my God, get up. But
5: you got to teach us, though. I would have never done learn. like, that, Nah, That's
9: taking too much time. No. At that point I'm ready to get I'm ready to get to the point. Like <laughs> I'm not to
5: sit here and teach him. you. No. What if you really like the guy, he taking care of you and everything, but that's the only thing wrong is game trash. You got to school
9: him. Yeah, then you know, then I have to, but if we just, you know, going to do us, I ain't got time to be teaching you.
5: So you've ever you told a guy to get up?
9: Yeah. I was just like, come f***ing Oh, he, he had to leave. I love
5: Young Miami. <laughs> he had to
9: leave. <laughs> he had to leave. I'm like, Just come f- like, you could know, just do that to give me weather but if not, just let's just get to the point. Like I ain't even got time for you to be down there. And Just come on.
5: That's amazing. Drop on a clues bomb for Young. <laughs> come on, man. How, how, how's your baby your daddy, daddy with all the success
9: now? You know what I how mean? How's your my... baby
5: daddy f- games? Cause y'all not together no more. <laughs> what? what? Was, was he the guy you told that to?
9: He young, you know, he only. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. My baby daddy young. It's
4: stupid.
9: My baby daddy only 26. You know, he ain't experienced like that. He all right. I mean, I'm young too, so I probably don't know what proper it is, but. How's he with all the success and everything? He good at first, he, you know, but now he just like, you know, I'm happy for you. Do your thing, you know. He try to get you back? Of course, everyday boy, bye. He, he loved the Purpose Club, so I know he going see this shit? I don't want you. What's his name?
5: Give him a shout-out. said, I don't want you. Oh, come <laughs> Why are you tell just gonna him tell a man you man. don't want him? You ain't had to say Boy, that.
9: Is that bad? You give him
4: another shot?
9: <laughs> shout-out to my baby daddy, Jai. That's
5: beautiful. <laughs> That's be- so, so y'all not he not the one for you?
9: I mean, I've been knowing him since 2000. Um, he was my first.
5: Is it hard for him to deal with the fact that you are getting more successful and you run all these successful men? I'm sure that got a... Yeah. Drive him crazy a
9: little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Because when I first got signed, you know, he was saying, you it. F- he was one of them. But now he get it.
5: Yachty, you know, your label mate, QC, mm-hmm. he said he wouldn't work with Nicki because of the beef with Cardi. Mm-hmm. So would you work with Nicki?
9: I just want to stay away from that question. Like, I don't want to get into that. But I am Team Cardi. City Girls is Team Cardi. Cardi support the City Girls.
5: So you'd fight for Cardi, basically?
9: Yeah, I love Cardi. I'm right. Team Cardi. Team period.
0: Well, the album's out this Friday, and thank for f- you for
10: joining
5: us. Young Miami. It's good when you when you like somebody's music, and then you meet them, and they just like their records. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Don't, we don't want to see you out here on no bullshit, though, later on. I'm
9: not. Uh-uh. Here you have you. it. It's
5: right. Young
0: Miami City Girls. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Uh-huh. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yes,
5: good morning. Drop on the clues bombs for Young Miami from the City Girls. Mm-hmm. Can't wait till JT comes home so we can have both of those, uh, both of that both of that, that double ratchet energy no in way. the studio. You know what I'm saying? Oh my goodness. I love having conversations with young ladies like Young Miami. Mm-hmm. Yes. Makes it more, seems
6: like a good time.
5: Yeah, it makes my blood flow. All right. Now, uh, don't forget, tomorrow. Is the Breakfast Club's Change for Change. Yeah, it's actually on Thursday. Oh, I said tomorrow?
0: Yeah, don't get
6: me. Oh, I said tomorrow. You just said tomorrow.
5: I I know we all work hard, but I know today's Tuesday. Okay, I got my week structured. All right, rushing
0: my week. Thursday is the Breakfast Club's Change for Change, powered by Doe's Bez. It's the Benefit Project 375. Now it's an 18-hour radiothon, so we'll be here from 6 a.m. to midnight. So for
6: everybody that's like, "Oh, why do y'all have to leave the air at 10 a.m.? We'll be here till midnight."
5: Yeah, we did that. uh, We did this last year. Last Mm -hmm. year we raised over eight hundred thousand. I thought it was more, but if they say eight hundred thousand, cool. You know, who got a new car? (laughs) 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 <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> all right. We well, raised, somebody
0: said they gave money. They didn't really give
5: it one or the other. But we raised over $800,000 uh, for the Gathering for Justice movement last year. Correct. And all
6: the proceeds are going to Project 375 this year. So we don't see any of that it goes directly to them.
5: Tell them what Project 375 is.
6: They're removing the stigmas surrounding mental illness through conversation, education, and inspiration.
0: It was founded by uh, Brandon Marshall, NFL player, who just got signed, I think, yesterday.
5: So uh, I guess him
6: being here is...
0: It's not New all the Saints.
5: So are we allowed to lean? Yeah, the Saints. New Orleans Saints. Saints. So are we are. Are we allowed to lean on Brandon Marshall for money? Even we though we're raising money for him, because I mean, even though we're on the radio for twenty four hours, we still donate. So he should still donate too, right? Yes, I would. so. Think I think so. that
6: would be a nice gesture on his yeah. part. Yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah.
5: I'll, yeah. He definitely should. I would think so. Mm-hmm. And all of this goes to uh, you know help eradicate the stigma surrounding mental health and the. Uh, Raise awareness for mental health in the African American community. Yeah, That's there's a right. lot
6: more people now coming forward talking about their own issues that they've uh, struggled with. And in particular, Brandon Marshall has had his own struggles with mental health also, mm-hmm. which he's been vocal about.
5: Yes, and dropping the clues bomb for everybody who tuned in to In Session Live last night on VH1 with Dr. Jessica Clemens. Uh, I was the first patient on the couch. That was a very exhilarating experience. I think you should do it, Envy. I thought about you last night.
10: I really did. What'd you I, think
5: about me? Man, sh- why? Stop it! I okay? just said what. You know what? When I was on the couch, I thought about you, and I said, "You know who would be nice on this couch?" So you think Envy needs some
6: therapy? I think everybody
5: needs therapy, but I think it would. I think it would be good for Envy. I don't know why. I really, really. did. I thought about you. I thought about Wale, and I thought about Nick Cannon. I did. I said those three guys. Wow. Would really could really be on this couch. Three men really on the couch, on couch. you choose.
6: Well, yes. what Why we, do y'all have to turn minutes,
5: every serious conversation <laughs> Hushy, we're having a moment Three men on the couch mm. Just trying to get to where we need to be mm. And doing what we gotta do to get to where we need to be It would
0: actually be
6: couch.
0: four if you were there too mm. so, yeah. wait, so just four men on the couch well, Four whoop. men on the couch What are we wearing?
5: All right. <laughs> you took it too far.
6: What do you see in Envy that makes you... Re- that Wait, what do you be see in me that show? wants to put me on the couch?
5: Uh, the fact that he wants us to explain everything. Like, he'll be like, uh, Angeli, explain to the people what oxygen is. I just want to know, get to the root of that. All right. You know what,
6: though? Envy <laughs> did go through a really dark time.
5: I just want to get to the root of his... Like, and you why did go through therapy. Like, why does he need an explanation for everything?
0: But that, that, that that's
5: not because of...
6: He was why told I to ask questions at a young No, age. what happened was...
5: <laughs> He's no. that little kid that's always saying, why, why? No, no, why? that's not it. When I
0: did radio on the other side, when I worked at the other stage... <laughs> the person that hired me, Tracy, was like, You have to over explain things because never think that everybody knows what you're talking about. So explain everything so everybody understands. Yeah, but you don't got to say,
5: explain to the people what water is. I never say, explain yes, what water do. is. No, I yes, don't. don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Yes, he, 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 he no, he he I defensive. don't. That's I why you're therapy. You're defensive. my God. Okay,
6: maybe he does.
5: Let's just go scrape the medication. Skip to therapy and go scrape the medication. My God. Explain to the people what medication is. See what
9: I'm saying? That's what I'm talking
6: about. Oh, not my good. gosh. All, all right. right. Well, well we, this could be interesting. So we got
5: So we're raising money for Envy Thursday. know we haven't money
0: for
6: All right. <laughs> no, but people also tend to think that therapy is expensive, and there's a lot of other ways to get around that, and insurance does cover it, right?
0: Yes. Yep. In a lot of cases. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about?
6: Yes. Uh, we are going to talk about Nicki Minaj shooting her shot. Who does she shoot her shot at?
0: All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
6: Listen up.
5: All the gossip, gossip.
6: gossip. The rumor report. Angela, Angela it's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Travis Scott was on with Ellen, and he was discussing a lot of things, including his parenting experiences and the whole delivery experience with his daughter, Stormy. Check out what he had to say.
4: She held me down because it was so scary. Uh, this is actually my um, first delivery room. So she was, like, walking me through this whole process. And it's like this thing called, like, the placenta that I've just been hearing about. <laughs> oh my god so i was like you know i was fearful of that but i cut the umbilical cord and you know she held it down uh, mama kj going into it i was like nervous and scared you know just being we were just like both young but you know when you like first had a baby in your arms it's just like it's uncontrollable it's like this whole like warp you know yeah it just takes over your whole body and i never thought i could just like love something like so hard you know
6: Aww. i did
5: not know the feeling and you know mm-hmm. by the way when you eat the placenta as a man you're able to breastfeed
6: that's not true. That is not true. So you, you ate the placenta? What you, did? you
5: ate it? I've never eaten the placenta, but I read a story... Because you know? Tom Cruise did it a long time ago.
6: So he's a Scientologist. So well, Tom
5: Cruise looks younger than everybody in this room and he's 97 years old, so... It could be <laughs> what makeup. I'm is, what I'm telling y'all is... What I'm telling y'all is if you eat the placenta, you're able to breastfeed. Don't tell... Somebody will believe that, though. Google Don't it. Someone, no. You can
4: Google it. Don't do that. Okay, now let's move Don't on and talk him. about
6: Travis Scott discussing on Ellen discussing God. perhaps doing some type of a Broadway play.
4: I love, like, Broadway. It's just, super dope.
10: You um, do? You love Broadway? Yeah,
4: it's, yeah. Fire. it's like. You ladies. should write a
10: Broadway show, because you write all of your own stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should write, like, a whole show.
4: Yeah, I was thinking my next album should be, like, I do a play for a whole week somewhere. I um, just do a play and design a whole play around my album.
6: That could be interesting. I wouldn't mind seeing that.
4: That would be different.
6: Alright, now, uh, by the way, Travis Scott, he had to postponed one of his shows last night. In addition to that, three other shows have also been postponed, and that's due to technical production issues. So the show in Tampa, upcoming shows in Hartford, Cleveland, Milwaukee, uh, all of those are being postponed to a later date. So if you do have tickets to any of those shows, they are going to announce those rescheduled dates shortly. Okay. All right, Nicki Minaj in the meantime was at the People's Choice Awards and she decided to take that time to shoot her shot on somebody in the audience.
9: Shout out to Donatella Versace for custom making this outfit for me. And shout out, and shout out to Michael B. Jordan, because
6: he's gonna be taking it off of me tonight. Okay, okay. All right. What's wrong with that? Nothing. No, okay. I was just pointing out that she's well, shooting her shot, you know, and maybe can, we're gonna help push this along. Yeah,
5: women can shoot their shot too. Mm-hmm. And a lot, you know, a lot of guys are naive. A lot of women can be flirting with a guy, and a guy won't even know that the woman is flirting. with but He knows this right way. over the head. Exactly. That's very direct and to the point.
6: Yeah, I think he's aware right now. In the meantime, you know, he said he doesn't even have a girlfriend. Just so you know, he's single, doesn't even know what it's like to date.
5: Oh, really? Yes. It's about 10 furious white women right now. Shut up. How dare you not claim me, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> so. Now,
6: Nicki Minaj, in the meantime, you know, has been dating Lewis Hamilton, and she posted him after he won. She put, congratulations, sweetheart. Hashtag champion Lewis Hamilton. So proud of you. So,
0: How does that make him
5: feel? <laughs> <laughs> you just shot <laughs>
6: and then you congratulate me? Listen, at least he got uh, acknowledged.
5: Maybe it's just all entertainment, and he knows that.
6: Yeah, he's like, whatever. You're just doing a little bit of it flirting. got to
5: hurt a little bit, though. I mean, Say, hey baby, you can rip my clothes off, you know, not Michael you, B. Jordan. If you're dating Nicki Minaj, she's going to rap like that in her music anyway. She's yeah. going to put those kind of suggestive lyrics a dream in her music. song. Exactly. She did a whole dream song talking about industry guys she wanted to sleep with. So you can't take It's all entertainment. can okay. not take it
6: seriously. Right. And, you know, for Michael B. Jordan, look, he said this in GQ because he's on the cover. He said, I'm very mature and advanced in a lot of areas of life. Dating may not be one of them. I don't really know what dating is.
5: How are you breaking all these white women's heart this morning, George? <laughs> all these white up. women we see you out here with that we see clearly see you on dates on dates with you now you don't not claiming none of them. So, Michael B. Don't be that
6: way. And, <laughs> I'm Angela Jesus Yee, and Christ. that is your rumor report.
5: Come come all on. right, thank you, Miss Yee. Come on,
0: Charlie B.
6: Yes,
5: Will you giving that donkey too. Uh, we need police in Chicago to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with them. All of them. I mean, the ones who are responsible for killing uh, Jamel Robertson. Okay. Yes. All right, we'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
3: The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
6: Continue the adventure with Newt Scamander as he teams up with Albus Dumbledore to stop that dark wizard Grindelwald's plans to divide the wizarding world. Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. In theaters Thursday, rated PG-13. You don't hear the day. You,
10: you
4: don't... You get donkey of the day
3: you are a donkey
4: It's time for donkey
3: of the day Donkey of the day huh I'm gonna fatten all that shit around your eyes They
0: want this man to throw them blows man They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves Let's go
5: They
7: had to make a judgment of who was gonna be on the donkey of the day They chose you yes. It's
5: a breakfast club bitches Who's donkey of the day today uh, Donkey of the day for Tuesday November 13th Goes to police officers in the Midlothian Police Department in Illinois. First of all, let me say rest in peace to 26-year-old Jamel Mm Robertson. The latest hashtag on social media because he was gunned down by police. Now, Jamel was an armed security guard at Manny's Blue Room Bar in Robbins, Illinois. All his friends said he had talked all his life of becoming a police officer himself. He had a valid gun owner's license but did not have a concealed carry permit. But... He was armed security at this club a confrontation broke out between several men and one man left to go get his gun The man came back with his pistol Opened fire in this bar striking several people at least four people were injured uh, the security guard Jamel Robinson Robertson Did what he was supposed to do and returned fire and apprehended the suspect you would think uh, He'd be getting some type of medal of honor today or something, right? I know, right? I know you're thinking, how did he end up getting killed by the police if he was the good
7: guy? Well, let's go to WGN 9 for the report. 26-year-old Jamel Roberson was working as an armed security guard at Manny's Blue Room Bar. Witnesses say security asked a group of drunk men to leave, but at least one person came back with a gun and started shooting. Security returned fire, and witnesses say Roberson apprehended one of the men involved outside. A Midlothian police officer who responded to the scene opened fire. Four other people, including a suspected shooter, suffered non-life-threatening injuries. State police are investigating the police shooting. Cook County Sheriff's Police are investigating the bar shooting.
5: Now there's been a lot of conversations in America uh, about needing armed security in public places, churches, schools, nightclubs, all these places we see these mass shootings need security. I don't disagree with that. All right, when I walk into the airport in New York, especially JFK, I feel extra safe because there's military personnel with choppers everywhere. All right, I think that you have to create difficulty, all right? And nothing creates difficulty like a bunch of armed security with AK-47s, but this situation right here throws a middle finger to that, you know, whole theory. Because what's the point of having armed security if police can't tell the difference between the good guy with a gun and a bad guy with a gun? All these mass shootings we hear about whenever it's a member of vanilla ISIS, meaning a white domestic terrorist. How many times we read stories where these members of vanilla ISIS commit these mass shootings and police somehow find a way to apprehend them without killing them? Why wasn't that same courtesy extended to Jamel Robertson? One of the
3: eyewitnesses on the scene, Adam Harris, said he saw the whole thing. Let's hear it. Yeah, somebody on the ground with his, with his knee in his back with his gun on him, like, don't move. Everybody was screaming out security. He was a security guard. And they still did their job and saw a black man with a gun and basically killed him.
5: Somebody has to explain to me how mass shooters, members of vanilla ISIS, shoot people, kill people, get apprehended, and then get questioned. All right, police officers walk in, see a black man with a gun, standing over a man, got his knee in his back, uh, a man who wanted to be a police officer, all the witnesses there telling the police, hey, this guy is the good guy. He's apprehended the suspect. Did he get told to even drop his weapon? <laughs> Were they listening to the people telling them Jamel Robinson was not the bad guy? <sighs> I, I, you know, pretty hard to tell who's the bad guy and the good guy nowadays. All right, uh, Pretty hard to do in America when the perception is white is right and black is black, Black is bad and not bad meaning good either, but bad meaning bad and not just bad, dangerous and threatening. You know, I once heard a quote. The quote is, we must not allow other people's limited perception to define us. Very hard to do when the perception that defines us in the eyes of some people in America gets us killed. Please let Remy Ma give mid police the biggest he haw
9: hee ha! hee ha! you stupid motherfucker, are you dumb.
5: It's DJ MV Angela
0: Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. My, My guy, yo, yo. Van Lathan.
5: What's poppin', y'all? Welcome, sir. Van Lathan, they call you, the, they, a lot of people like to say the guy from TMZ. Are you tired of hearing that? Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, tell us your story. How, how you know? We know you from TMZ. How did you get to TMZ? And, and tell us your whole process. Well, I was
2: unemployed. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? When the economy. Like, I was working at a different production company. Mm -hmm. And it, like, it was crazy because the production company hit us on, like, a Monday. And was like, today's the last day of the company. Yeah. Like, you're done. Everybody's done. So, I was unemployed for a little while. And I was just freelance writing. Writing, just trying to get um, any type of job to kind of keep my craft Mm sort of sharp. Was you in L.A. now or Louisiana? I was in L.A. I have been in L.A. since, like, 2008. And I was living a good, unemployed life for, like, a year and a half, man. I was playing basketball every day collecting the unemployment check um and I walked into the gym mm-hmm. and this lady came up to me she was like yo we're gonna have you do this on-camera survey and if you do the on-camera survey and uh we like you we're gonna have you go further on into this process and then you have a chance to make a thousand bucks I go out to this um this this warehouse in Van Nuys mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be a survey where I use all of these different pro- products, right? So I do all of this stuff, right? And he goes, after you do all of this, now you got to shave with the razor.
4: What?
2: In the in, in the mirror. So I'm shaving with the razor in the How mirror. How
5: homeless did you look? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so look but look,
6: to me... I can't, but you might be the only person that would do all this. No, <laughs> it work, though. No. But look, to me,
2: it's like they say, yo, you going to make a thousand bucks. I'm like, As, when Let's you're go. unemployed, that's like yeah, yeah, yeah. a yeah. bunch yeah, yeah. of money. Right. So I'm like, so I do all of this stuff and while I'm shaving with the razor a dude pops out with a camera and he's like yo are you ready for the gillette fusion pro glide challenge and i'm like it's a commercial right and so we do all of this stuff i go back and forth with the guy i walk back into this room and it's a whole production crew and everybody's but they're like "Ah, you did so well and stuff like that we did the whole thing we went back and forth i thought it went really well and then when i got back there and i was filling out the paperwork they was like listen this is on a on a saturday so you get double the rate. So you're actually going to walk out of here with $1,800 bucks and you're going to get a $500 holding fee what? every time we run the commercial. And I was wow. like, wow, this is dope. Wow. So me being the honest American that I am, the next time my un- unemployment came, I put the money that I made onto the unemployment thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because you get paid from your unemployment based upon... The money you made that year. The money you made that year. Yeah. When I did that, it readjusted my quarterly earnings for eighteen hundred bucks, so my unemployment went down from five hundred bucks to seventy-five dollars. Wow!
6: Yeah,
2: and so I'm like, well, the good life is over. I gotta get a job now, right? Mm-hmm. And when I went on there, the first thing that was there was developing and being a part of the TMZ tour.
5: What website was that?
2: Entertainmentcareers.net. Got you. And I, I wrote all this stuff, and then I wrote. I decided, you know, what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna use my writing skill. I wrote like a funny cover letter to my resume. They called me right in, right away, and then I've been with TMZ ever since.
0: But it said TMZ tours, so that's yeah. that's the bus that goes around. That's the bus that goes around. So that that a never spots guy? any celebrity tour guy. You were a right. tour guy. I was a this tour guy. This is so's wow. house.
2: No, not the houses. We don't we don't do the houses. <laughs> it's a celebrity tour, right? So you go around and you tell people about things that happened, right. uh, TMZ things that happened in different
0: neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Now, how'd you get in the building? Now, now you know you were on the bus. How did you get?
5: That inside? was the glide challenge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, nah, man, uh, Harry got on the bus and he
2: saw me do my tour and he was like we we need to have you in the office. Now, do you ever catch flack for some of the things
5: posted on TMZ? Of course. Of course.
2: Like I mean, Angela
6: Simmons baby daddy killed. People look, were so mad. That was was disrespectful. That was her ex-fiance. It
5: was Look at the headline now,
2: though. Right,
6: they changed it. Of course. Mm-hmm. So,
2: like for me, what what I would tell people is um I, I think for me working there I started to understand that, like, especially when you're talking about black and brown people, Mm -hmm. even when things aren't done purposely to hurt you, they still do, and the language can still be coded. And that's why sometimes it's important to have someone that can relay the message of just how insensitive or hurtful something can be.
5: Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, see, that's the thing, though. You know, you have a lot of culturally clueless people, but that's why you need, we need to have seats at those tables. Yeah. To stop stuff from like that from happening. You can take the 10
2: best people in the world, right? And put them in a room. If mm-hmm. there's no diversity, it's going to be about 10 minutes before something stupid happens. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah.
2: They're going to say something, they're going to say and do something stupid if there's nobody in the room. To express their sort of history and their concerns, but yo man, that's not how we do it. Whatever. So that's how you get Kylie Jenner Pepsi commercials. That's how you get Kylie oh, Jenner. Pe- Which one was that? It was that? Kendall. It was and Kendall. So, they all look alike. That's because there's. <laughs> that's because there's nobody there to go. Yo, that doesn't look right. You right. Know
6: what I mean? Did you ever feel weird about Harvey being a Trump supporter and being really vocal about it?
2: I didn't feel weird about it. I felt it was a a, a real point of contention. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think what we've seen in the um in this past election is that it seems like mainstream America is disappointed when they see racism and they're not outraged. I think we're outraged at it because these things directly affect our lives. Yeah, right. And it's That's very right. frustrating to have a conversation with somebody or anyone um, where something directly affects you and it's a mild annoyance to them.
5: Yeah, it's like, oh, he's making the economy good. who, oh, gives who cares? cares?
2: Right. Like, like, who cares? He's done if,
6: some good, he's done some bad. Right,
2: who cares <laughs> if, like, if... You can't pay me enough money to call me a <laughs> So it doesn't really matter how good the mm. economy is. Shut what, up. Uh, a hundred million? No, nah, I'm not. I can't be. I, I can't be a <laughs> for a hundred million dollars, bro. What the context? What the context is? Though? I mean, maybe if we like in a movie or something. But like, if I know that that's how you view me, there's not enough money in the economy yeah, yeah, that can yeah. make me okay with that. I, right. You know. So for me, going back and forth with him it was uh, it, it was frustrating um in seeing that that perspective uh uh taken but now that he is adamantly against Trump i feel vindicated is not
5: that real though or is that because
2: of the backlash i don't think that there was as much backlash as people think that there was but it I think that it's real, but I think that also some things that Trump did and said started to affect things that Harvey really cared about. Mm-hmm. Like the LGBT community. Right. Yeah. yeah. People I, don't I,
6: care until it affects them. Yeah, like, wait course. a minute.
2: I think that some people put things past Donald Trump. Some people that had knew Donald Trump from, from the past had thought, you know, oh my God, this guy's not as bad as what we think he yeah. is and all of those things like that. And I think they put some things past him. To me, when somebody's standing in front of you telling you what they mean, you got to take them at
5: their word. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I I do think in a lot of ways Harvey gets a bad rap. I think Harvey's Mm -hmm. not as bad as people try to make him out to be. I mean, am I wrong? For for me, he's been like somebody
2: who has really championed the position that I've had on the show. Mm -hmm.
6: But he does need you on there.
2: Well, he I wasn't on there before.
6: Right, but it helps because there were a lot of things that were happening that we were like, what the hell is going on with TMZ? Yeah, and I even think a he welcomed the
5: diversity
2: the And room.
6: even artists complaining about how come the only time you guys report on hip-hop artists or people of color is something negative. And people have definitely expressed that and felt like that.
2: Sure. I mean, for me, there's a certain way that I want black people and black culture to be portrayed always. And that's fairly. So it's it's my job and my challenge and along with Raquel and Lauren and the other people uh in the room to make sure that it's covered fairly and it's covered accurately. And also I would say to those people is like, before anything goes up on TMZ about anyone, they reach out to your people. Mm-hmm. They want to talk to your people. They wanna get in touch with your people to, to understand they give you a chance to give you a side. Right. right. And yeah. if we can't do that, then you know what I mean, it's a little tougher. But still it's on me and on the other people in the office to kind of champion, you know, that side of our culture. All
0: right, we got more with Van Lathan when we come back. Of course, we got to discuss when Kanye popped up at TMZ. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ, MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne, the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Van Lathan in the building. You might know him from TMZ or the Red Pill Podcast. Now, when Kanye West came up, you know... The second time he came, you didn't you didn't show up to work that day. But what was on your mind when he came up? What were you thinking? No,
5: Van was at work. Uh, just Harvey chose to do the interview with Kanye, which I thought. I had nothing I th- to do. It I think with Harvey him. should have fell back and let Van interview Kanye one-on-one. That's what I think. But I wasn't interested in in, in, in
2: interviewing Kanye.
0: Right. Well, what he did you think the of office. the whole Kanye He's incident? Like, what I did I you think of it
2: after? <laughs> it's funny because I called Charlamagne right away, and I was like, yo, I just had a yelling match with Ye in the office, man. It was crazy. Uh, I and, thought. And
5: then my phone beeping. it was Kanye on the other line saying, I just had a yelling match with the black guy.
2: Black, black <laughs> uh, nah, after the first time, I mean, listen, I've been disillusioned with Kanye West for a little while, mm-hmm. so I wasn't expecting, you know, anything. Um, I wasn't expecting for that that sort of image in my mind to change. But the level to which he became unhinged in the office was surprising to me, mm-hmm. just because. He, he was in there and then all of a sudden camera's on go time and he's all over the place mm-hmm. and so when was he, he
6: like that before the cameras came on or not
2: no. until okay no Um, but at the same time before the cameras came on he was making a point and I will say this to go and exchange energy with anybody that was in the room mm-hmm. yo I'm Kanye West hello hugging people being nice. but when he got up there and he had what he wanted to say that's when he started to get a little bit more passionate but when he thought he, when he was up there talking to Harvey and Charles I was disgusted mm-hmm. Legitimately discuss it. Discuss it at sort of what this incredible cultural leader had become in that moment. Everybody entitled to their opinion, but we're not going to change the facts about the people that got drugged and and strung up so that we could even have the
5: freedom to sit in this room and, and say and, slavery was a choice.
2: And say but slavery people
6: did was a try choice. to, I guess, explain what he was saying and say, "Well, what he meant was."
5: I mean, what he meant was he was talking about mental bondage. No, I don't think that that's true. Well, he did say that right after he said the slavery. Was I a choice think thing. I
2: think that he walked it back, but I think if you watch what he said, it's very clear. What, well, what was he see? said four hundred years of he slavery. He said four hundred years. Choice? That sounds like a choice to me. So mm. let's let's break that down, okay? What you're saying is you're to me, and maybe I'm being mm-hmm. too sensitive about it. To me, you're sort of implying in some way that there was some sort of weakness uh, on behalf of people that were born into bondage, right? That were dehumanized to a point to where. Every single second of the day, uh, they were reminded that they were the lowest things in the world. Like, oh, they they were weak, but they were con- they were conditioned to be. Weak I don't though. I don't think that we can call them weak. I think that they were incredibly strong to have survived that. Okay. I, I, I think that they were. I don't think that there's any way that we could call them weak. They were incredibly strong to have endured that. When well, the conditions weakened them physically, they might have we- the, the yeah. condition the conditions weakened them physically. But at the same time, I think. It, it's it's incredibly off base mm-hmm. to assign any weakness to them.
6: You know what I mean? Yeah, That's like when people be like, "If that was me, and I would have been alive during," sli- right. like, "No, you, you don't know. You don't like, know what you would have done." Yeah, you don't know, and can't, you can't judge what that was like because we have no idea. And you and, what and that you and, the and the you life. really
2: can't judge it when you're in a situation to where your child is there, right? Your old grandma, your wife, is <laughs> there, right? Your wife yeah. is there, right? To me, even to imply that we got you got to walk that back. And to be honest with you. He would have been able to talk everything, and I wouldn't have said anything. But that, when I'm from the south, you know, my dad would drive me around and look at a low hanging tree and be like, "Just let you know, it's a bunch of souls on that tree." Never forget that. That didn't sit well with me. What do you think? Baton the second Rouge? time he, the second time he came up, <laughs> the second time it seemed like <laughs> I got another album coming out. This got a lot of a buzz and press the first time. Let's go back. Let's go back. But at the same time, there's no way I can say that that that's really what. Uh, it's what
6: it felt like. It's
2: what it right. felt like. So for him. He always has all kinds of weird reasons why he does stuff. So who knows what his plans are
5: now? Van Lathan. Fun fact about Van:
2: Van used to be six hundred pounds. No, I wasn't six hundred pounds. How, how big were you? I was about three hundred
5: and sixty pounds. Three hundred and sixty pounds.
2: Yeah. How'd you lose so much weight? Mm-hmm. For me, I just got tired of being fat. Mm-hmm. It's it was a lot of work for me.
5: In Louisiana, <laughs> Louisiana, you had all that weight in Louisiana. I had it in California too. Okay, okay. How do you feel so about when you flew shaming? cargo from Louisiana you're to stupid, L.A., stupid. What, made you <laughs> to stupid. what made you want to <laughs> lose Stop it. This
0: dude is dumb. How do you feel about fat shaming? Because, you know, Charlamagne fat shames a lot of people. People get mad sometimes. I fat shamed man now. He's not even fat anymore. No no but
2: he fat shames me about past fatness, <laughs> which to me doesn't make any sense at all. I want to go backwards. You know what, so? what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I'm, to me, I think fat shaming is disgusting. The, the one thing I'll say is that uh, unless you're living in a body where you feel bad about your self-image, you don't understand how oppressive that can be. Mm-hmm. So many different parts of your life are affected by negative self-image, right? You get on a crowded bus and you sit down and you're taking up two seats and you're like, damn, the people around <laughs> me look at you know what I'm saying? You go like, you go to a barbecue, everybody else eating. See, the skinny, the skinny dudes can eat as much as they want at the barbecue. Right. But the the fat guys, you have an extra thigh. Everybody like this fat ass eating up all the barbecue Yeah, but chicken.
5: then they do stupid stuff like, yo, load the plate. But then be like, yo, let me get a Diet Coke. Like, yeah, I used to do that. Exactly. Do that at Chick-fil-A. I got called
2: out at Chick-fil-A one time. And you get on a plate. What?
6: I, <laughs> got, <laughs> like, like, I got called out at Chick-fil-A Not one time. Not the
2: Chick-fil-A time. employees. They did. Nice. The Chick-fil-A employee called me out. I remember I got what all happened? this stuff. <laughs> I, I, when I was in college, I got like a, because I, I have a Chick-fil-A power meal, I used to call it. Which was, I had Power Meals everywhere. <laughs> power Meals? Yeah, I had Power Meals. The Chick-fil-A Power Meal was, it was a 12-piece nugget, the four-piece strips, a large fry, small fry, a cookie. All that? Yeah. Oh, uh, like, he cook- was 600 pounds. I uh, was like, uh, I would eat the cookie, and then I was like, I die. Coke, and the girl was ringing me up. She goes, look you getting all that big-ass meal and get a Diet Coke. Why don't you just go and get a milkshake or something like that? I'm like, yo, who is
5: this Popeye employee uh, Popeye on the cover at
2: Chick-fil-A? I'm telling you, this is like 99. I was in college. And, and like, I was told, I was like, all right, just give me a regular Coke then.
6: Do you think that was something that you were conditioned, like, from when you were young? You just had unhealthy eating habits, just, like, being at home where you grew up in your community, or how did that even?
2: It made me feel good.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, for me, um, there were so many other things in my life that I was unhappy with, the one thing that I knew I could get a lot of happiness from was food. And so... That's so why you just didn't get a happy meal. Shut up. Shut up, man. <laughs> <Come> on, man. <laughs> so, so I was eating feelings, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, that's one of the first things you unlearn when you lose a bunch of
4: weight. Right.
0: So what made you lose the weight? What was the last draw was like...
2: I was crawling up the stairs, like on all fours. Mm. So I wouldn't be out of breath.
0: Did discressive Hollywood make you want to lose
2: weight? No, nah, not at all, because to me, I wasn't in that once I did lose weight, things started happening um, better for me, like exponentially.
6: Now, you also have your podcast. Mm -hmm. The Red Pill. So, what made you decide that you had to have your own thing? And TMZ supports it heavily, so it's like part of their network, or is it just something you independently... It's a
2: partnership between TMZ and Mm -hmm. me, and then Loudspeakers, of course. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, for me, the the podcast was just, it was sort of an exercise for me to know whether or not I could do that and Get people that I respect uh, to talk about real situations in their lives, and it's been going great. Uh, I got to sit down and talk to a lot of people that um that that I find intriguing because you always wonder like how someone got to the point that they that they are, and so that's been uh, a lot of fun for me just kind of having those different interviews.
0: Well, we appreciate you for joining us, Van. No problem, man. Ladies and I, gentlemen, Iconic. it's Van Lathan. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning,
3: the Breakfast Club. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee rumor has it. on the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah,
6: nah, 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 nah. Well, Waka Flocka says that he may possibly want to retire from rap. Now he was sitting down with Rock Rants, and here's what he said.
3: I've been giving up. That's my wife. They they boogie me like I, I yeah, don't want to work. Yeah, he does. I mean, he's he, he, me was, the, he why don't music want to rap anymore? Cause I I did what I came to do. I made past 30 million dollars. Everybody I started with is rich. Everybody's happy. I don't have nothing else to do. Everybody else that didn't make it, they died, or they got kids or something. My, my right-hand man that's running the streets with me is a, a pastor. Like, it, it's life changed for me. Like, people want me to be hard in the paint, Walker, but I'm 32 years old. I'm a grown-ass man. I'm just gonna be a good husband. I wanna, I'm about to make a baby next year. That's-
5: what flock is saying is I'm 32 years old, and performing hard in the paint makes my knees hurt, okay? It makes my back hurt, I all mean,
6: right? He's a ball player. He should be fine with it.
5: Waka Flocka's a ball player?
6: I mean, he was. He used to play ball. Oh. Yeah, I would think he could handle that.
5: I still listen to Walker Flocka's first album in the gym, heavy. Mm. Oh, let's do it. Hard in the paint.
6: All right, well, in addition to that, remember previously he said he'll no longer talk about his fallout with Gucci? Well, here's what he had to say about that.
3: If we ever had problems, beef, anything, I'm telling you right now, for me, bro, it's over. Like, I ain't talking to my best friend. My little brother, why almost a year. Oh, because we were stuck in ego and all like that. Just because the industry changed us. Like, we were young, man, with dreams, and we really succeeded. But this game changed us, and we finna take this back. Hey, Gucci, nigga, let's sit, let's sit the down, man. All that playing over with, man. You know how to get me, big dog. You call me. Nobody else.
5: I respect that. I would love to see Waka Flocka and Gucci, man, reconcile. Just because they were so close back in the day.
6: Right. And their issues had to do with him not giving Waka's mom the proper credit that he felt like she deserved. Also, he did say that Gucci's memoir was full of lies.
5: Who said that, Flagger? Yeah. Oh.
6: All right. Now let's talk about, speaking of books, Michelle Obama's new book, Becoming, which, as we told you prior to this, has gotten into Oprah Winfrey's uh, book club. This is the first book club pick that she's had from the political world since she started her book club back in 1996. Now, here is uh, some more things that Michelle Obama discussed with Oprah as far as her not even wanting her husband, Barack Obama, to run for
10: president. I never wanted to be involved in politics, and I knew that Barack was a decent man but politics was ugly and nasty and i didn't know that my husband's temperament would mesh with that but then on the flip side you see the world and the challenges that the world is facing and i thought well what person do i know who has the gifts that this man has how do you say no to that so i had to take off my wife hat and put on my citizen hat as i've said and say how can i stand in the way if I know that this man could do good. And that felt selfish and small. And I couldn't be the person that stopped it.
5: That's real. She couldn't be selfish in that moment. Her husband is a public servant who was here to affect the lives of many
10: now since we're
6: talking about a Michelle, now let's switch over to Michelle Williams. Now we had it's a Chad... Hard turn. <laughs> Michelle on here. Hard Chad turn Loves you. Michelle is their series that's on own where they're going through all kinds of issues with their relationship and talking to a counselor and just getting ready for their marriage. Now There was something that went viral from the latest episode, and that was the two of them basically discussing race, and Michelle saying there's a lot of things that Chad can't understand. That's Michelle Williams, that Chad can't understand because she's a black woman. We
9: had a disagreement. I said something to him on the lines of, Well, Chad, because you are not black, you would not understand why I communicate the way I do. Maybe because you didn't grow up around a lot of black people. And so that was very, very offensive to
0: chad to me it doesn't matter if you're black white if you know that the other person was like i didn't like the way you said that then seek to find some understanding as to why that person didn't like what you said you know and let's keep that the issue not pulling all these other things because then it feels like you're just trying to cut
6: all right well it goes on uh they I'm went confused. on to discuss what are you confused about
5: what is what what, what is he telling her not He's telling her to dismiss racism out of the equation? That's what he's saying?
6: He doesn't think that it should be a factor in every topic, is what uh, he's saying. Now, okay. it goes on to this, and this is what really had people annoyed. When we had the disagreement, he says, did you take your meds today? Now that...
8: But wait, wait, that was Dr. Tama. I would never go there, and I apologize
9: for... But you shouldn't for- go there no,
7: regardless. No, no.
8: Mm-hmm. And I don't think you should ever go
0: there with black and white. And it was after she she said again, and that's and then I, and I got mad and I was like, did you take your meds today? She knows how to cut.
5: Apples and oranges, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, first of all, if you know that your 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 woman deals with some type of mental illness, you shouldn't say. Things like, did you take your medication today? That's kind of dismissive of whatever it is she's going And you also
6: can't dismiss her feelings about race.
5: Exactly. And their relationship
6: because there are different ways that we communicate. That is something that has to be discussed in a relationship, especially if they're having communication issues. But that's
5: the epitome of white privilege, right? The epitome of white privilege is you don't have to factor in race in any equation. When you're black, you have to think to yourself constantly, is this happening because of the color of my skin or is it just a matter of circumstance?
6: Now, she did say that race is an uncomfortable thing, Chad, and I don't like to talk about but we're learning that we have to talk about it. So that's something they are going to have to work on as their union moves forward. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. What are we doing now? Well, now DJ Envy does his I'm People's tired, Choice man. mix. And let's keep it real, okay? DJ Envy, it's his daughter's birthday today. Yes. Madison's 17 years old. And Envy
5: left to go. Uh, she got to take a driver's test, right?
6: Yeah, she had to take
5: her uh, road test. I'm tired. I was out late last night. I was doing uh, In Session Live with Dr. Jessica Clemens, and that was live at 10 o'clock. I didn't leave there till midnight, so I'm tired.
6: You know what? And I flew in from Atlanta last night, and I didn't land until 12.30 to the airport. So, so what you're saying We're is, tired too. in
5: this moment, neither one of us We're really know what to do.
6: Yeah, I think it's like the People's Choice mix where he says that people Boom. get to choose.
5: There you go. It's that time of the day.
6: But it's a mix. He's a So liar. whatever you want to hear, hit up DJ Envy right now at DJ MV. For no Let reason. Let him know what you want to hear. You want to Hopefully, waste your it's time. in the mix, and he's gonna get it on for you.
5: That's all. Yes. And And uh, Revolt Peace. I thought your Revolt was supposed to be on vacation for the next three weeks.
6: No, starting Thanksgiving. Week oh, next Thanksgiving. Week, okay. They're gonna be on vacation for two weeks, and then they're off at the end of the year too because that saves money with salaries. Hey,
5: man. Did he gotta <laughs> buy a big ring to get Cassie back? All right, People's Choice Makeup next. It's The Breakfast Club.
3: The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
6: Yes, continue the adventure with Newt Scamander as he teams up with Albus Dumbledore to stop the dark wizard Grindelwald's plans to divide the wizarding world. Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. In theaters November 16th, rated PG-13.